Good morning, good afternoon, um, listeners, uh, wherever you're listening to us from. This is Christian again. I'm here with my co-host, Joshua. Joshua, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Nice to be here as usual. Okay, yeah, so we are going to be reviewing the upcoming Premier League games. Today is Friday, so we actually have a game that is going to be taking place today. That's Leeds against West Ham. So we'll just go through some of the games. Well, our focus today is going to be on the Manchester Derby. So Man U is going to be hosting Man City tomorrow. That's 12.30 Eastern Time or 6.30 Nigerian Time. So we're going to majorly focus on that on today's version of the podcast. I hope you guys are doing great. I hope everyone is fine. It's getting cold over here. I think it's still... The weather is still not in Nigeria. So, Josh, what's going on? How's the weekend going? What's your plan for the weekend? Mm-hmm. Going well, going well. Looking forward to the games um, this weekend. Yeah. EPL games. And I think Madrid and Atletico are playing also. Oh, Madrid and Atletico, nice. Mm. So, I the Man U game in the Premier League. What other game do you... Are you looking forward to? Definitely answer that volume or something. <laughs> yeah, certainly. Because we have to we have to start getting points on board. But Oda, besides being a fan, I'm interested to see how... Um, how Teta... Um, makes his way out of the current situation, situation. Yeah. and if the players will respond for him if he will make any changes and all interesting is Pate going to be available for the Arsenal game? Mm. no 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 no. I think that yeah. he will miss a couple of games so fingers crossed so <clears throat> so we'll, we'll dive right into the Man U game so Man U will be playing Man City. Of course, um, Pep has um, hinted. No, Pep said that Aguero won't be starting that game. So, what is your? How do you see that game? What's your analysis? What's your prediction? Let me let you go first, since you are the you are the Man hater. Yes, mm-hmm. what you have to say? Mm-hmm. They like a balance your... <laughs> <laughs> No, but I honestly think I think I think City will win. Okay. Um. First, uh, in terms of home form, uh, Maria has, has not had a good um, home form this season. Yeah. I think most of the points they've picked up, is, uh, they've done it in the away games. And again, of course, I feel, I don't think they will have, I know most times people always say when you have a major defeat or disappointment in football, it's good to have a good game, a big game. Like as soon as possible, but I honestly don't think Man City is the game uh, Man you needed after dropping out of the Champions League to Europa. So I think that disappointment is still going to be there. Um, Man City are on form now because um, they because they had similar issues to Arsenal earlier in the season in terms of goals, but I think that has been sorted now. De Bruyne is firing is back to his form of last season. Um, Mares is scoring, Sterling too. Um, Sterling was dropped to the bench because he wasn't bringing in the goals, and now he's scoring too. And also, overall, <clears throat> I think um, Man City will be too strong. And mind you, again, I honestly don't know we only this season. Like, no, I don't even think anybody knows what formation or how it's going to mix the players this weekend again. I think he's tinkering too much. Um, also, of course. I don't know yet if Marshall and Cavani will be fit. I know because that's also going to be some major damage um, to my youth chances. And I'm not necessarily impressed by my youth defense. So I think I, I don't think it will be an easy game for City. But I think City should win. Okay. 
I, I hear you. I and I actually agree with some, if not all, of the points you've made because they are very they are very logical and they really make sense. But <clears throat> I, I would I would stick my I would go for Man U to win this game because number one I'm a Man U fan, so I need to make a case for how we can win this game. So if like we have a twenty percent chance of winning the game, I'm going to make like think about okay, what is the logical explanation for that twenty percent chance to occur? So I I believe either Cavani or Masha should be available for that game. The last time Ole gave an update on the injury, he, he said that they just like it was kind of um, a like it was really a small injury, so he, has, he expects them to be back on time. So if Masha or Cavani is available, I believe I think the best submission would, would be for us to go with the front. Three. So either have Cavani playing in top nine. Greenwood or Rashford on the right side, the Masha on the left, or like I just we really hope that we play front three. And if we have, yeah. then I'd see a chance for Man U to actually win that game, just because yeah. this team will definitely want to control the possession. They will have more of the ball. They will dominate. But if we can play on the counter, which we have done effectively sometimes, especially against City. So we played Man City, I think three or four times last season. We won like three out of four, two out of three last season. And we're not wondering. So I kind of still want to like believe that something similar might happen. City might dominate and just like run money over. That's kind of the 80% of the time. But for the 20%, I still see a chance, especially when you have a player like Bruno Fernandes with his mentality, never giving up, always like looking for just one opportunity to change the game or score a goal or create an assist. So I see, I see, <clears throat> I see Bruno actually scoring in that game and maybe Masha scoring his <laughs> I'll go with yeah. and win for my I definitely see us winning that game. I don't see us losing the game for some reason. I don't see us losing the game because I see Fred and Tommy and they kind of just really like sit deep support that defense, try to close down De Bruyne or Sterling. I see one Bissaka having a good game against Sterling as he has always done in the past. So I just see if we if we maintain our shape, if we like kind of have that defensive shape, kind of how Maria's played this season and just look for opportunities on the counter, I definitely see a chance when Manu when Manu ends up like the first in that game. So it's going to be an interesting game. <laughs> what do you think? I think I've just... <laughs> well, I, I honestly think we you not mm-hmm. not what I've watched, and this habit of um, of uh, in the last two three games, yeah. where Man U concede two goals in the first half and want to come back in the second half. Yeah. So, so I don't like with um, Leipzig now they didn't get away with it. Yeah. And with Man City, you certainly won't get away with it. For yeah. this is, so that's so that's my point. So I don't think you can going by the recent thing, I don't think you can give a man city give away careless goals and now hope Yeah, to, uh, no, I see what you're saying. If you think about it, those games were games that we felt we could dominate. We felt we could like go toe to toe with those teams. You understand? We did not like play those games like okay, let's kind of like oh maintain our shape, maybe drop deeper and try to hit on the counter. We played Leipzig with like a back three and one Bissaka was playing full back. Like we were trying to like, okay, let's, in as much as the shape, shape was not so attacking, like I felt we played those games like West Ham and who against Atlantic. We're playing to win the game like from the beginning. 
And that's kind of yeah. what we're really vulnerable. But against Man City, we're not playing to like, oh, we know we can just dominate and beat these guys. They're going to be like, ah, we know these guys are better. We know they have like better attacking players. So we need to like ask, like sit deeper and actually play. It's kind of how Mourinho sets up. That's kind of why he has been very successful against the top teams. Like he has like this identity. We are not trying to, we are not trying to play like better. We are just trying to sit deep and take our chances. So that I think if we start, I, I start up with that mentality, then we might have the chance. Not just going to the with City. But let's just quickly um, um, give our best. Um, Combined eleven for Man City. So we start with the goalkeeper. Who are you doing for a goal? Yeah, Ederson. That's definitely right. Ederson. <laughs> left. Ederson. Who is going to be left? Left back. Left huh. back. So that's the. Oh, I think left back. I will go with Cancelo. Cancelo, right? Yeah. Yeah, Cancelo. That's right back Walker. No, no, no argument there. Yes, yeah, right back Walker. Then the centre backs. <laughs> In all honesty, yeah, I think of course for me Ruben Diaz is the exception. Yeah. The other person, I think maybe I'll pick somebody from Manu, but I honestly don't know because I think I'll go with Lindelof. Yeah, Lindelof, not my yeah. brother. I'll go with Lindelof. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. Been, <coughs> my brother has been poor. Yeah, my brother has been poor. Okay, so in midfield, we'll, I'll go. Midfield mm, is going to be <laughs> for me. It's going to be Bruno KDB, yeah, and um, maybe Gundogan. Gundogan, okay. KDB, yeah. Gundogan, yeah. Gundogan. Okay. Then front three, front three. Mm, front three for me will be um, Cavani, Sterling. And uh, Cavani, Sterling, and Rashford. Mm. Yeah. For me, I think that would be my front three. Cavani, That's Sterling, that. and Rashford. Yeah, because Jesus has not been so consistent this season. Marshall has not been no, consistent. No, no. I've been very impressed with um, Cavani. Yeah. Yeah, I think Maris too has done well so far this season, but. Yeah. yeah, but he has been in and out of the team, so... Yeah, okay. So that's it for the for the Manchester Derby. Again, it's going to be that 6.30 p.m. Nigerian time. We played at Ultra for Let's see who comes out the first. I'm sticking my head for Manu. I hope we win that game. It's going to be following the defeat at, um, um, to Leipzig on Tuesday. So hopefully we rebound with that win against City. Yeah. Interesting game. Yeah, very interesting. So, <clears throat> do we want to talk about the Arsenal game? Any, what are your thoughts? Any injury concerns? Who do you think will be starting mm-hmm. that if you're Ateta? What would you do? I think Ateta will still stick with the similar team to Tottenham. Because he's, he's um, I think he's, because of the situation, I think, and rightly so, he's banking on, on experienced players. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think what just needs to happen for Arsenal is just for one goal to, to get into the net, one shot to get into the net. They um, mm-hmm. misplaced the pass or something like that. Just a, a little bit of luck. Yeah, basically. 
I know for this thing. So if you see, because if you even look at the Tottenham game, I know in terms of possession, I know Arsenal dominated that game. Yes. But they just fell into Mourinho's trap in terms of two counters. Yeah. I know. So but I'm sure with Burnley, because Burnley will not be as dangerous as Tottenham, I think they should win. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I did ask to win anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so following the like maybe what has been going on, the formation, the player starting, is there any player you would like really want Ateta to start ahead of his current like maybe the last team? Is there any formation you really think he should? Mm, yeah, That's... I think the formation is the formation is okay. The two mm-hmm. players the two players that I want them to start are maybe Party and Pepe, and none of them are available. Party is injured, Pepe is on the red card. Even though this is the last match he will miss. But so I think he's still I'm not sure he can teach a lot. I also think he should start Sebaios. Um and maybe a name because I think Sebaios is our most creative midfielder currently. Okay. Yes, even though not mobile enough, but um so I think that then of course, yes, the normal team, Saka is our most creative player, Bamiyang is our best finisher. And um, the defense is the defense. There's not much to speak there. So I think it's just the players themselves that he needs to get to to do what he needs them to do and to commit themselves to, to, to the game. I don't know. So, okay. Interesting. Let's see. Yeah, that's um that's one game to look forward to. That's going to be on Sunday, 6 and 8, 15 p.m. and grand time. I I say it's interesting to look forward to that game just because, like, <clears throat> Arsenal in a tight like, position. Ateta really needs that win. And Burnley, too, we know how, though they've been really poor this season, but I think the kind of action that sets this team up sometimes to just kind of maybe defend and be part. So yeah. I, I really think it's going to be difficult for Arsenal, but like you said, if they have that early goal, then it's going to be easy. They can end up winning that game like 4-5-0 or maybe 3. Abameyang might come up and score a couple of goals. But if they don't get that early goal, it's going to get like more nervy as the game progresses. There's going to be like more pressure on the players and Ateta to like, okay, what's going on? So it's just an interesting game to look forward to for like people, like for people who don't care about Arsenal to see how Ateta responds, to see how the team responds to the current situation. Yeah, so I hope you guys um, tune in for the game. It's going to be on Sunday. So just to quickly recap on some of the other games that we have coming up. Today, Leeds will be playing West Ham. Any predictions for that game? Leeds, West Ham. I don't know how to go. Good. I don't know where to go, but I don't know. Maybe a draw. I just I just want Bamford to score for my fantasy. <laughs> That's all I care about. <laughs> yeah, and I want the clean sheet. Another interesting game tomorrow will be Everton. So Ancelotti will be hosting Lampard side. I think as, yeah, Ancelotti has managed Chelsea before, right? Yes, yes, yes. He won trophies also. He won trophies. Yeah, that was really interesting. So what do you think about that game? That's a good game, actually. I think it's a game between Master and Apprentice. I think even <laughs> Lampard, Lampard has even said that Celot is one of the managers that had like, a significant impact on his life. And also, I honestly feel... I feel Chelsea will win, to be honest. You see Chelsea winning this game? Yes, based on recent form. Oh. And Chelsea are, Chelsea are resolute now defensively. 
you won't really get chances against them. Like if you look at their games in the Champions League, their games against um, Tottenham, yeah. even last week against Leeds. Like I was very impressed with how they were. Able, of course, even though Bamford scored through like an error, yeah. I know. But I was very impressed with how they were able to cage to cage leads, not to get chances. It's not an easy feat at all. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I'm not sure Everton have that much creativity so to be able to break down that Chelsea defense. I'm not sure. I honestly think Chelsea will win, but it'll be a tough game again because. Ancelotti is, I think, maybe one of the most, if not the most experienced manager in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. So, um, he might always have one or two things under his sleeve. And don't forget, again, at the end of the day, you always have Richarlison, James, mm-hmm. those are um, Cavalier, and those are dangerous players. I know, but I think that's who... Yeah, I hear you, but I... Just because Everton is playing at home, I know the... Playing at home is not really like a big advantage now with the fans not like being there. But kind of, I think Everton they set up to play like an attacking style of uh, football. You get like football, yeah. like James, um, Richardson, Calvert Lewin. <clears throat> Even with him, uh, he will be playing fullback. Now I think he's doing great in his new fan position. So and you have yeah. the Corey mid in midfield. So I think I think Everton has a chance. That's what I would say. You definitely you have Pickford who doesn't like to take clean shit. So expect just <laughs> but I still see Everton having a chance because when I think about the game that Chelsea have played in recent times, I don't know if they come up like against any very attacking team. Like this they played sports, but you know how sports play they, like they kind of sit back and just sit. I don't know if they played uh, okay, they played Leeds last week so that was like an attacking side an attacking side with like real quality I think Everton will be a huge test for Chelsea I'm really interested to see how they approach that game I'm interested to see how like what formation like um, um, Lampard is going to start with if um, Arm or Giroud is going to start on top and maybe what comes in from the wing and all but I think it's going to be a huge test for Everton because Everton have players that can score Everton have quality Everton have players that can like moments of brilliance, you understand? James can call in one nice shot from an angle. Charles, <laughs> so you have Cavalloing that is always like bouncing around in the 18 yard post looking for like opportunities. So I think it's going to be a keenly contested game, but Chelsea definitely has the advantage based on form and quality. Oh, yeah. yeah, Everton too, they have, they have enough to actually beat Chelsea. That's right. So if Chelsea don't turn up, they have enough to to be, to be an interesting game. That game is tomorrow. That's going to be 9pm. Yeah, it's 9pm in Japan time. So, that's another game to look forward to. Okay. But any other... We also have a Crystal Palace hosting Spurs. Do you see Spurs? Uh, yeah, I think Spurs will win that. Spurs will win, right? Tricky game too because Zaha is back and is firing. But I think Tottenham will have too much with what Son and Kane are doing now. Mm-hmm. And I can't explain it honestly. Yeah. It's something else. So okay. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be an away game for Spurs, but they just have enough to see of Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace, I think they're playing well this season. I've been impressed with Yes, them. they have, actually. Yeah, excluding when Zaha, like, what, all the games that Zaha played, they've been really, like, they've been causing teams 
problems, you understand, trying to create chances, scoring goals and all. So I don't see sports keeping a clean sheet in that game, actually. That game is going to be Sunday and 3.15 p.m. Nigerian time. So that's another interesting game. I think there are lots of interesting and tricky games this weekend. You have like Leicester City playing Brighton. You still have Adi. Are you keeping him? Yeah, I am. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not sure yet, but against Brighton, it's hard. It's hard. I don't think I can drop Vardy. Mm-hmm. And they are at home. But so, I think Vardy is a very dangerous. If you look at the last game now, he scored in like the 90th minute or so. Yes. When I, like I had given up. But he delivered. So, I think I still fancy him. Okay. I still give him and see how things play out. Okay. Yeah, so <clears throat> um we should also talk about the Liverpool game. They play they play for they play away at Fulham. That would be five thirty PM in Grand Time. Definitely Liverpool should win that game. No stress, right? No, 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 no. I think Liverpool will win that. Nice, no nice stress. Okay. Then we have um, Aston Villa playing away to Wolves. Um, <clears throat> um let's see what Village will do. So let's just quickly talk about um, the fantasy Premier League. Any suggestions on who you really think people should look to bring into their team, or maybe should look to take team for this weekend? Mm, I think Salah is the number one player you have to have. Uh, Vardy too. Can be a differential because they are playing Brighton. I'm not sure a lot of people have him. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I think those are the main guys. And I think maybe Greedy. I, I feel as Convilla will be able to do this because now they've not played a game for two weeks. Yeah. Uh, because their game was postponed. So I feel they should be fresh. I think um, I think they, they, they will be energetic. Mm-hmm. And I feel Greedy should be able to do something. I think for me, those are the main guys. Yeah. Totally agree with that. The deadline is going to be when is the deadline? I think it's 7 30 p.m. today. So yeah, Nigerian time. 7 30 p.m. Nigerian time. And so guys, you guys should look and uh, watch out for the deadline. So if you still have transfers to make, try to make them as soon as possible. Um last weekend I actually forgot to make my transfer. <laughs> <laughs> Though it wasn't so bad. That means you, have, you have two this week now. So. Yeah, I had two transfer, three transfers this week. Still ended up with like 70 points last weekend, so a lot of people did that than I did in my league, but it was still not like yeah. yeah. You mentioned um Abumayang, like about maybe bringing him as a very tactical move. Do you want to explain why, or is that just for no, you? I feel I feel now that no, just I'm just looking at him as a um, potential differential. Differential, okay. yeah, I think. Uh, Arsenal playing at home, Burnley, of course, is not was not an easy game, but of course, it's not as tough as our previous games. Yeah. And then because of what has happened in terms of we've lost our last three home games, and also I think this game I still we have to win. And if when Arsenal have to win, that means they have to score. And when we have to score, it's most likely going to come from Abameyang. Abameyang, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. Okay. Yeah, so you guys heard that that's and Joshua giving like a very smart, tricky differential for you. So if you want to take that risk, bringing Abama Young for this weekend, even maybe making his uh, your captain, 
go for it. I've never do that. I, I did it like three weeks ago. I had the, like, I regretted doing that. And I promised myself never to bring in any Arsenal player till they win three games on the road. So that's not what I'm going to do. But if you guys want to do it, like, go for it. I think it's a smart move. It can actually work out and it would, like, help you gain points against, like, your fellow fantasy players. Yeah, any other points to make before we wrap up for today? Yeah, I think I'm good. Okay, yeah, so uh, exciting weekend to look forward to. So today's Friday, so like I said earlier, the games, uh, game against um, the game leads versus West Ham is going to be 9 p.m. today in Nigerian time, so you guys can look out for that. Other than that, we'll um, have another, yeah, I was going to remind guys, like maybe with the fantasy, remember we have mid, uh, midweek games next week. And also, yeah, very important. So, maybe you want to have like a, a plan for like midweek games and also the games that follow um, uh, follow next weekend. That's something to think about. So, all right, all right, Josh, thanks again for coming in. It's always a pleasure. Your top notch analysis. I hope, <laughs> I hope our predictions actually come through. Yeah, exactly. All right, have it. Thanks, listeners. Yeah, we're so happy to always do this. Um, Hope you guys listen and keep subscribing to the, listening to the podcast wherever you guys get your podcast from. Have a great weekend, guys. Bye-bye.